Come here, you better check this out. This is the most horrific event this town has ever seen. Authorities are calling this the Valentine's Day Massacre. In the town of Harmony, something unexplainable Hello? is happening. What is it? On January 16th, Run! witness the most frightening 3D motion picture event to tear through the screen. everywhere January 16th. Welcome to the Blind Rage Podcast. This is Brandon Ford. And this is Mr. Reliability, Tony the Tiger, the Thunder. Oh, you motherfucker! (laughs) I was going to do that, but I forgot. (laughs) That's because I'm Mr. (laughs) Shut up, you made me sick. Always coming in here, taking over my show with your charming accent and your quick wit. Bunch of bullshit. I so so was mine actually. (laughs) See, you know, Jesus. All right, so yeah, you'll be erasing it. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) No, I'm just gonna stick to the beginning (laughs) stuff. Happy to be you here know again. Didn't, <laughs> you know we didn't talk about when we were doing that commentary that part when um, Rick was like, you know, nobody in this town talks to me. It's like I got AIDS oh or something. God. What the fuck was that? that? <laughs> Jesus. You didn't hear him. <laughs> it's right in the very beginning. Yeah, no, saying, I, I, I can imagine when it was happening, when it was talking to, yeah, the, the co-worker. <laughs> Yes, yes, yes. But we're not doing video violence no. again. No, no. No, we are doing My Bloody Valentine, the remake of My Bloody Valentine, yes. a.k.a. My Bloody Valentine 3D, starring uh, Jensen Ackles and Kerr Smith and Tom Atkins. And is, is it Jamie King who's in this? Jamie King, yes. I only know Jamie King, the choreographer. Oh, yes. Yeah, I always see that name. <laughs> um, was Jamie in The Butterfly Effect? I saw that once. Yeah. A long time ago, and it was... Enough. Um, <laughs> enough, and it was not um, It was not by choice. It was because... It was my... Uh, the person who saw me as their number one plan B wanted me to watch it, and I made her. I made her watch so many horror movies, so I was like, okay. And she was probably an Ashton Kutcher fan. Ugh. 
No, I don't think so. I think she's just like the movie. I got one of those, um, like, 20 movie sets or something, and it had, I think, part three in it. Oh, yep. Because they had, like, two straight-to-video sequels. Yes. Yeah, but we're not doing that. We're not doing the butterfly effect either. <laughs> we're doing my bloody Valentine. You know why we're doing my bloody Valentine? Because it's Valentine's because yesterday. Day. Well, yesterday was Valentine's Day, yes. so we missed it. It was so convenient last year when we were right on the day mm. and we had the perfect movie. Yes. But we're not doing Valentine again. No, no. We're doing... My Bloody Valentine. Which is, it sounds like the Aussie remake of Valentine. You know, for the longest time, I I did not know that My Bloody Valentine was it's supposed to be a riff on My Funny Valentine. I, I didn't know oh, that. Oh, I, didn't realize, I well, didn't realize that either. <laughs> oh, for God's sake. Well, I was like 12 when I found that out, and you're like 38. <laughs> So that's that's um, worse. Over three times considerably. Worse, yeah. Yes, yes. I thought I was bad. I thought it no, was I was like twelve or thirteen. <laughs> no, no, dear. Okay. No, no. But my funny Valentine, I think, is, is is a standard that is more from like our parents' generation. You don't really hear it so much anymore. So it's difficult to connect those dots. Was it just I'm a sure song? there are a lot of fans. I think. Yeah, yeah. Okay. But before we get into My Bloody Valentine 2009, mm-hmm. going to quickly get the plugs out of the way. So I would like to encourage everyone to please check out my books in hardcover, Kindle, and paperback editions by going to Amazon.com or the Amazon app, typing in Brandon Ford. You'll find several of my titles as well as my author page, which you can subscribe to in order to receive email notifications whenever I have a new release. I also have several titles available in audio book format, which you can find on Audible by typing in Brandon Ford. Um... What else do I do? If you don't already, please follow me on Instagram at writerbrandonford. You could also follow me on both Twitter and Letterboxd at Brandon Ford. You can follow Tony on Letterboxd at Tony underscore the underscore bear. If you have any questions, comments, concerns, critiques, suggestions, recommendations, feel free to email me directly at blindragepod81 at gmail.com. Um... Don't forget to drop on by the official Blind Rage Podcast Facebook page to like and subscribe. Last and most importantly, please don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe to the Blind Rage Podcast on your preferred podcasting platform. I was starting to get a little raspy. Mm. Um, So what have you been watching, reading, listening to as of late? uh, not to continue with the controversy, but I um, went to a... <laughs> I won tickets to a burlesque show, which I don't mind seeing, you know. I, I don't mind the art of dance and striptease. The art of dance. Yes. However, when I got there, because it was tickets that I won, I didn't really know too much about the show. And the, the hostess came out, and she looked very lovely. She she was in a gold lurex pantsuit, 
She looked a bit like uh, Rebel Wilson, let's say. However, she had a hand that was kind of like the servant from Scary Movie 2. Okay. <laughs> Which was fine again. Oh. And then the first act came out, and I thought... Chris Elliott. <laughs> yes. And I thought, oh, this woman looks a little bit weird to me. She had a really, um, uh, like, a more than Rumor Willis, a square jaw. And I thought, mm-hmm. I'm not going to be watching um, A Night of Burlesque uh, by people who are, <laughs> um, like, uh, I wasn't sure what... People have physical abnormalities. Yes, yes, which I would have been fine to had I known from the get-go. Um, but it turned out not to be the case. It was just the host and this first act that were a bit um, um, differently abled. Uh, everyone else was quite um, uh, motherly, so it was it was very posi- body positive. So it was it was a good night, and uh, and uh, all of the all of the acts were quite fine, and and the hostess was quite a lovely woman and quite funny. Um, aside from that, I uh, I've been enjoying a show called The Staircase, which is Tony Collette and Colin Firth, mm. and I've started one called Anatomy of the Scandal, which is a British, um, like a, a, a PM having an affair type of thing, or an MP, sorry. And I also started the new version of Queer as Folk, finally, which um, uh, I am finding I don't okay. I not think I knew about that. I think I did know about that. Who's in it? Uh, well, of the names that I would know, I only really know Juliette Lewis is in it. Oh. Oh my god. I hope she's not playing the Sharon Glass role. No, she plays somebody's mother. Um although one thing that I did like is that one of the characters does a drag version of Nancy's monologue from The Craft. So <laughs> that was fun, but Oh. But I think I, I think I would have preferred a British remake of it. because um, the original was British, but um I kind I'm of aware. respond better to British wokeness than American wokeness. <laughs> I think, well, I think of course, because the Europeans are, yes, the European, well, yeah, the Europeans are a lot more sophisticated than we are. No, well, um, I think the Americans are far more uh, well-intended, um, whereas uh, I think the Brits uh, can be a bit more uh, down-to-earth with their work intentions. Mm-hmm. And you're enjoying it. Um, I'm finding it okay. I I still prefer mm. the originals. Well, in, in, even the Canadian version. Mm. And how about yourself? What have you been watching? Or listening? Or reading? Um, well, I have a few movies here. Um, <clears throat> first one was... Last Night in Soho, which was kind of a a film festival, darling. Mm. A lot of people really enjoyed it. Um, I thought it was... eh. I mean, it really doesn't even take on any sort of horror aspect until about three quarters of of the way through. Yeah, yeah. And 
it gives you all of these hints and suggestions that it's going to go a certain way and then it goes a completely different way and ordinarily you would think that's a good thing but in this case i don't think it made any sense yeah um it kind of uh the look of it it kind of reminds me a little bit of the lovely bones if you ever saw that movie no which um kind of the preview seemed like a horror but as you watched it, it was more of a, a drama like a supernatural drama well it turns it does be it does turn into a horror movie toward the end yeah um but the rest of it is just you know kind of fish out of water coming of age type thing i didn't really care for the lead actress because she did a weird inflection or it sounded like she was doing a weird and putting on a weird inflection in her voice or she was sounding like she was talking like a baby oh my God. maybe she's doing she like a Marilyn doing Monroe weird, type of thing. this weird thing with her lips <laughs> where she wasn't opening her lips all the way to, and she wasn't enunciating oh. she just sounded oh. like a whiny toddler no i didn't care for that um, but I also saw another British thriller called Remember Me, which was hard to find on Letterboxd because there's about 30,000 movies called Remember Me. <laughs> okay. And this was from 2022. And it was highly unoriginal, very, very derivative. But at the same time, it was enjoyable. Because um, I liked the performances. I thought everybody did good, did well. Yeah. Um, it was about a woman who wakes up, um, uh, after being in a car accident, um, as an amnesiac and she can't really remember anything. Um, but she's being taken care of by her mother and, um, things start to unfold from there. Um, but like I said, it, it wasn't anything that hadn't been... I hadn't seen or hadn't been done already, but I liked it. Yeah. Uh, I watched it to the end, so it didn't. I was engaged. Reinvent the wheel, but who needs to reinvent no. the wheel? No. Um, I also watched another movie that was a bit derivative and predictable, but at the same time was enjoyable, and it was called Room for Rent. Okay. And I think it was from 2021 and it was Lynn Shay in a lead okay. which you really don't get to see and mm. she played a quirky character as she does and um, she is a widow her husband just passed away and she um, is not sure well she's not sure what to do with herself after his passing but she also has some debts that he left behind that she has to pay so she decides to turn her house into a bed and breakfast um so it's not really a room rental situation so i don't know why it's called room for rent um for she, <laughs> um but yeah so this very uh this young attractive guy in his 30s uh, comes to stay for an extended period and she develops an infatuation that quickly becomes an obsession with him and she starts telling people that they're in a relationship <laughs> um, and it's very quirky and odd but it wasn't bad I thought she did well um, I always enjoy her um, 
so yeah, that was good. And um, I've also been listening to, I believe he's an indie singer um, called uh, Tom Aspall. Mm-hmm. And he has a record that I've been listening to called Life in Plastic. And it is very much uh, gay club music. Um, nothing really deep or emotional or, you know, thought provoking. <laughs> just fun, bubbly fun music. Yes. Yeah. yeah just bubbly fun dance music. Nice. So that's all I got. I uh, started listening to a. Um just out of interest, a uh, a podcast on fetishes, and the first one is about uh, the use of hypnotism in y- cartoons. You <laughs> fetishes, which I you I, don't say, which I found quite interesting to listen to. And <clears throat> it was about what uh, hypnosis in cartoons. Okay. <laughs> And just sort of using that as a seedling for uh, having a, a fetish start within someone um, that later in life becomes, uh, you know, there's you can have hypnosis to do with uh, pup play and um, rubber clone, you know. I'm not going to tell you which one. I'm not going to tell you which one, but of one of the three movies that I just mentioned, hypnosis plays a key role, so everything comes full circle. Probably remember me. I don't know. Okay. Maybe. <laughs> I'm the one who Possible. has your baby's eyes. Ding, 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 um, ding, ding. Okay. <laughs> I, don't, I don't believe in hypnosis. Have you ever been hypnotized? Uh, I wouldn't mind to be, but I've never, yeah. I, I believe it's something that can help. I don't think it's like what happens in the movies. I don't think you have a trance state or anything like that. But I think I've discussed with you how um, I sort of did a self-hypnosis where not I would sort of uh, mutter a saying to myself to sort of get me out of uh, a headspace and um, push myself into going further than I... Um, when I was nervous, oh, to those do are something. affirmations. Yeah, so basically, yeah. Let's, let's say an affirmation, but I think that that can sort of work in the similar sense to hypnosis and trigger words and stuff like that. Well, yes. I well with affirmations, I think they're meant. You're meant to say them over and over again until you actually believe. No, them. well, this wasn't an affirmation. It was just a saying that I. It's a common saying that I just. Uh, took and I thought when I, whenever I need to force myself to do something I'll just say this to myself in my head and the saying was uh, the quick the quick brown fox jumps over the lazy dog so it doesn't it doesn't mean anything in any situation it's just <laughs> um, something that I would it doesn't sort of make any fucking sense tell myself mm-hmm. let's say if, if I had the choice well, to you... do karaoke or not I'd say do it <laughs> Okay, all right. You, you know, you're scaring off the audience. <laughs> We've gone all Oprah. Yes, so I think we should get into the movie. Yes. I have no idea where this is streaming, but I assume it's streaming on Amazon, because that's where everything is streaming. Well, I watched it on Stan in Australia, so it might still be on. 
Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Which I think mm-hmm. is Hulu in America, but I could be wrong. Oh. Oh. All right. Okay. Okay. So we're going to begin my Bloody Valentine 3D, but not in 3D, mm-hmm. with a three count. So here we go. Three, two, one, play. Okay. Um, so this was uh, directed by what's his name? Um, Patrick Lessier, I think his name is. Okay. Uh, who co-wrote the script with um, his dog? Fuck me, <laughs> uh, Todd uh, Farmer. Who is known mostly for writing one of the most god-awful movies I've ever seen in my entire life. Did you say Todd Farmer? Todd Farmer. One of the uh, authors of the uh, news article was Melanie Hart Farmer. (laughs) Yeah, he did all those. And all the the names in there are in jokes. Um, But yeah, Todd Farmer wrote Jason X (laughs) (laughs) in addition to this and he also wrote um, The Messengers uh, and some other stuff I don't know but he is also in the movie okay He, he plays the trucker who has the sordid sex scene in the motel really? Well, that's, uh, yes, uh, I feel high, higher of him now. Yeah, you like that? Yeah, it was a bit of a cutin. Now, I was a bit confused because, um, he said that uh, his, well, the the actress who played. Um, what the fuck is her name? Irene or something? Um, the the character in the in the motel. Yeah. Her name is her name is uh. Eileen. Fucking Eileen. Um. Now I can't remember what her real name is, but he said he was married. I I think. He's met. That's his wife, I okay. think. Um, but because he said that he just when he mentioned his wife, it was just by first name. Um, on during the commentary, and you know he was saying during a uh, a certain scene, he was like, "This is when I think her name was Betsy or some shit like that." Um, and he was like, "This is when we got to the set." Um. But then during the sex scene, you would think that he would say, you know, we were totally comfortable with each other or anything like something like that. But he didn't say anything. <laughs> um, he, ta- he he spoke more about her being very comfortable. Yeah. And he the director said that he wanted because he and the director are friends because they work a lot together. And he said that 
he wanted the character to be played um, uh, not not necessarily scary, but a little more sleazy. Yeah, and he knew that he could do that. Um, Betsy, because like the I guess Betsy, yeah. Um, but yeah, on on his Wikipedia, I was looking all around on his Wikipedia, on her Wikipedia, on IMDb. I was googling, but I couldn't confirm. But he did, and Betsy, I have never met a Betsy. <laughs> um, I'm not going to say it's an uncommon name, but you know, whatever. Uh, so I'm, 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 I can't say with any certainty, but I think she is his wife. Yeah. Is it short for Elizabeth, Betsy? I don't think so. I, um, enjoyed this movie the first time I saw it. I saw it at the cinema, uh, with the, um, the new 3D. And again, like on DVD when it first came out, but it's been probably that long since I've seen it and rewatching it I think it's got like a good start a fine ending but a, a pretty paced out middle bit I feel like it could have been trimmed it's a, a little, little too long yeah. it's definitely too long because this is an hour and 41 minutes mm. well the first bit is supposed to play out more like a traditional and here we have the swim fan soundtrack <laughs> Oh, um, because it's, it's like, oh. I know I, I don't like that at all. And then rubbing it up my all right, settle, <laughs> settle. <laughs> the first bit is supposed to play out like a traditional slasher movie, and then the rest of the movie, uh, when we're in the present, is supposed to veer off into a, a different territory altogether. Yeah. Um, and I know that because that's what the director and the writer spoke about mostly during the commentary it was all about story and character development and different drafts and the actors um making different choices with their lines and offering things up um uh some technical stuff but there really weren't very many anecdotes which i was very disappointed by um, but I all I should say that this was shot in my home state of Pennsylvania. Yes, I saw that in the production at the end. Yeah, but this was shot on the other side. This was Pittsburgh. Uh, some of the suburbs of Pittsburgh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, yeah, and they shot it in the summer of, uh, of 08 yeah and yeah I, I remember when this first came out like uh, oh my god there's a horror movie because I never I never liked the original yeah my bloody Valentine I always thought it was boring um I thought it was akin to the prowler in the pacing um and the the way it dragged on endlessly, and it just was not scary. Yeah. Um, but when I saw that this was a remake, that this remake was in 3D, I was like, "Ooh, a movie that 
in 2009 in 3D? When the fuck was the last time we've had a movie in 3D? Little did I know that like every single movie that would come out in the next 10 years would be in 3D. Um, but I didn't get to see it. Um, yeah, this was the first mainstream R-rated movie to, uh, be done with the newfangled 3D technology that I don't, I don't know what it's called. Uh, Well, yeah, it's different. It's almost, yeah, I actually prefer the older style 3D, um, this one really yeah, the one with the pink and <laughs> I'm seeing it through rose colored glasses, glasses yeah um this one I feel you notice depth more than anything whereas with the old ones I really felt like it, uh, stuff would come out of the screen and like it I'd move whereas um watching modern 3D stuff I just feel like uh, oh I can see that that car is closer to me than someone in the background and you know it's it's that was its use well i think in that case then you might have seen movies that were converted um to that 3d uh, technology after the fact because there are certain movies that weren't necessarily made um with the intention of being in 3d um, oh no! But even with but this they one, just decided at the last minute. Um, but this one was yeah. No, I know. But like, say when they do the uh, pickaxe to the screen every time, it's it, it. What about the eyeball popping out of the head? Yeah, that that even it didn't come towards me when I was at the cinema. It was, <laughs> you know, with the with mm. the older ones, I feel like I could reach out and touch it. With this, with whereas with this one, I could see it was uh, closer than what was in the background. Well, you're the first person I've ever heard say that. Well, if, and if you buy the the Blu-ray or the DVD, they do have one with the old red and blue glasses. Oh, okay. And they have another one that came out a year later with the newer, mm. the newer technology. Um, I remember um, I bought the uh, DVD of Third Rock from the Sun, and one of their episodes was in 3D. That is the old glasses. <laughs> Hmm. Um, I feel like because uh, I know what you're saying about the after the fact filmmaking because I reckon My Soul to Take was converted into 3D which I didn't think it needed <laughs> it was just popular at the time you know what I noticed when I was watching this revisiting it mm-hmm. yesterday it's a slasher movie, but there's no... This isn't funny. Well, he just said, you're scaring me. <laughs> you're scaring me. That was the closest bit. And you usually don't hear guys say that. No, no. Um, and the Jason and Michael names, uh, not cute. Um, but they swore it was unintentional because they had so many characters in the original script that they had to take some out yeah. and they ended up with the Jason and Michael characters and they were like, Oh, that's funny. Let's leave it in. <laughs> yeah. Hilarious. Good and they also have, they also have, um, Sheriff Burke, uh, which was the name of the sheriff and scream. Oh yeah. Which is far too soon to have oh. come out. Well, it was 13 years. Oh no, to be referencing scream, I reckon. 
Also, we have Tom Atkins in this. And, you know, Tom Atkins, he's fine. I don't have anything against the guy. But Jesus Christ, people act like he's a fucking god <laughs> in the horror community. Yeah. Straight guys, gay men, everybody wants a piece of the Atkins. <laughs> and I, I don't, I don't see it. Yeah. And I don't think I don't think he's remotely sexy at all. And I didn't think he was even sexy way back in the early eighties when he was like in Halloween three and the fog and shit. Um No, he didn't do anything for me. Yeah. And he lives in Pittsburgh, by the way, which I didn't know. Okay. Um, Pittsburgh's got a pretty big um horror uh Repertoire. Well, that's because Tom Savini, Tom Savini lives there and has his school there, Did and that's not, where George Romero George used Romero, to live. Yeah. yeah, yeah. George Romero would would shoot everything there too. Have you ever been to Pittsburgh? I have not. What does that say about your appeal? I don't, I don't know. Sorry. I was doing a soap dish reference. <laughs> um. Okay. Um. Okay. Oh. Uh, first of all, you should know that Fort Lee. That's your heartland. No, okay? it's when, <laughs> at least. Uh, uh, sorry, not at least. Uh, Sally Fields. Uh, Lover went back to the kids in Pittsburgh. Yes, yes. Um, why is um, Jensen Adam? Adam went home to Pittsburgh. Yeah. What <laughs> to his wife? To his wife. Um, he's dressed so old. Like, how is he? How old is he supposed to be in this? I think in his twenty. Well, in the original, they were supposed to be in their twenties during the opening. Or, well, I don't think they do a flash forward in the in the original. Okay. No, I was I was worried like they weren't supposed to be high schoolers or something dumb like that. <laughs> no, 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 they're not. I don't think they're supposed to be high school. And by the way, the the director and and Todd both heterosexual men kept. They say at least a half dozen times on the commentary how dreamy Jensen Ackles is. <laughs> he does have his appeal. I reckon he gets a lot of uh, um, male crushes. For the longest time, because as I we were when we were talking off mic, and I said that I hadn't. This isn't really a movie that I watch regularly. I could have sworn that Tom Welling was the lead in this. Yep. Yeah, I think. Wait, what? What's he from? <laughs> he wasn't from Smallsville, was he? He was from yeah, Smallville. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, that's. But I think he was from. He, he was in Boogeyman. Yeah. Was I think that was the horror movie that he was in? Because I, I think I felt the same way that uh, yeah. I didn't realize it was Kurt Smith either. Well, uh, that's that's how I didn't realize it was in it. Well, I when I was. Again, when I was revisiting this, I was like, Kurt Smith, the sheriff, isn't he a little young? Uh, but he was in his late 30s at the time of this movie. Which means that he was like fucking 
what was he like? I don't know, twenty seven, Dawson's twenty eight, something like that. During during that Dawson's mm. Quake. Quake. <laughs> yes, he was on Dawson's Quake. <laughs> it's from White Island. Mm-hmm. I think he's on some Netflix show now. He was one of those actors that just poof disappeared. Yeah, yeah. I thought I didn't mind him, even though I never watched Dawson's Creek, um, and I still haven't seen the episode. <laughs> I think I didn't mind. Well, him. you should keep it that way. I didn't mind him because I thought he looked the most rugged. Like he was the one I found most attractive on that show. Yeah. Well. I didn't. Th- I think James Vanderbeek looks better now. Yeah. Um, but when he was on that show, I didn't. I thought he looked kind of like a frog. <laughs> he had weird. He had weird features, and his head was a little too long, and the blonde hair didn't work. That constant furrowed eyebrow look. Yeah. Uh. I um um <laughs> I don't find her unattractive, but I never really got the appeal of Caddy Holmes. Well, she's she's more cute than she is beautiful. Yep. Weren't you saying that you love Mad Money? <laughs> Not no, that was my um, ex's ex. Oh, and they only knew Diane Keaton from that. Was that was, yeah, that was the only movie he knew Diane, Diane Keaton from. And he saw her in a store and called my ex and said, I just saw the actress from Mad Money. That's pathetic. <laughs> Not even, you know, I saw the actress from the First Wives Club. Mm, I saw Annie Hall. I would have taken because I said so. <laughs> yeah, but you love Mandy Moore. Which was... I enjoy her. The, that movie was not good. But she was good in it. And I, yeah, I, I enjoy her. Um, but Mad Money, that's that, that's not that's not good. Mm. You shouldn't say things like that. No, not about Diane Keaton. Because I don't even think Diane Keaton... Likes that movie. <laughs> it was a triggering experience for her. Yes, yes. <laughs> um, he had to put a wallet in her mouth my, so she wouldn't swallow her tongue. Yes. My ex, or another ex, rather, saw Jane Lynch oh, in yeah. a bank. And this was before she became uh, really... More well known because of Glee. Yeah, this was just when she was known for being in all the Christopher Guest movies. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah so he saw her then because he liked all of those Christopher Guest yeah. movies. I mean, I I understand what the author, what the screenwriter was saying. Where now we're focusing very much more on character development and relationships than just killing them off. No, 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 no. That's what they were focusing on Mm. when they were talking during the commentary. Oh, okay. 
So they weren't really talking too much about the making of the movie. They were just talking about the script and the characters no, and the but story. No, that's what I'm saying is that I, looking at uh, what's happening in the in the movie, it is focusing more on um, what the characters are going through as opposed to just um, they're building up relationships and explaining everyone's backstory. I mean, it. Uh, well, I told the story before about the um, the um, um, Irene. Is it Irene or Eileen? <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> Fucking the scene when she throws the gun, and it went under the. Uh, well, I said it was the gun went under the trailer, but what actually happened was she threw because she does throw the gun at um, the Frank character. Yeah. Um. But what happened was the trigger f- fell off of the fake gun. Yeah. Um, and went under went under the trailer, and she was gonna go under there and oh, get it. I mean, and like in full nude. The director was like, "No, no, no." <laughs> yeah, because he didn't want her to like. You know, well, that would have been a liability, first of all, and second of all, he didn't want her to like scrape up her knees or anything. Is that why she just throws it as opposed to anything else? Well, she throws it at Frank because it's not loaded. And he says, I know it's not loaded. Yeah. Um, Now, I was re-watching this. I feel like um, when you know who the killer is, is I feel like there's no other way anyone else could be a, um, a suspect. Well, Kerr Smith. I don't know. Was the, yeah, supposed to be the other one. It was supposed to be between the two of them. Um, but there's purposely some little Easter eggs that point to the Tom character. Because um, uh, there's, a, there's a moment where, I don't know, his house or some shit... Some place where he is residing, we'll say. Yeah. You can see the 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 mask, the the miner's mask, and there's a pickaxe in the background. And then it cuts to something, and then when it cuts back, the pickaxe is gone. Yeah. So that was supposed to eliminate. This girl reminded when I was listening to her, I was positive. She was um, the comedian Maria Bamford. Do you know her? <laughs> she sounds just like her. Yeah. This was, I think, pretty um, raunchy for mm. a theatrical mm. horror movie in 2009. Yeah. Oh, Jesus Christ. We got to see his ass and her tits. <laughs> and you got to see a lot more than her tits. Yes. <laughs> you got to see the baloney. Because God knows that's... I felt bad for her. <laughs> you felt bad for her? Your character that she gets good off. But I guess, you know, you have to have victims in a horror movie. <laughs> 
Well, I mean, they were following the slasher movie tropes with this one. I mean, like, she got naked, she had sex, mm. so of course she has to die. <laughs> Since they were married, I wonder if they were really having sex. Probably not. Although, she might not have minded his heart on <laughs> I don't think you would have minded it either. <laughs> Did you ever see the fir- the original? No. And uh <laughs> I think I might have confused it with a uh, prom night. <laughs> Jeez, you get Not to see even. a lot of hair. <laughs> yes, that's that's what I said. And you, I I told I told you this before when I saw what well when it first came out. Everybody I knew who saw it in three D, that was their takeaway that you really got to see her vulva <laughs> in three D. It was right there. Yeah, revolver. It was, hello, look <laughs> at me. I'm a vulva. Bloody vulva drivers. Mm-hmm. God forbid there should be <laughs> as much depth with a full frontal male nude scene. They should have had uh, Midsummer in 3D. The clothes, give me the fucking tape, I swear. Mm. No, A24 is too artsy for that. <laughs> <laughs> in the first um, um, horror movie I wrote uh, I had a character throw the knife block at someone's face <laughs> because they ran out of knives mm. <laughs> an ice block knife block <laughs> oh a knife block that would be a bit cumbersome I would think yeah, but if you if you're panicking and throwing anything you can, then imagine if you were being chased by a killer and you had to run around with your revolver <laughs> flapping in the breeze, <laughs> and like it whistles every time you run. Yeah, so it would give you away. You're like a wedding cor- wearing corduroids, like. <laughs> Yes, yes. <laughs> but splosh, splosh, splosh. Oh, my God. Like, because she'd be like You sprinkling. all have to take it one step too further. Too far. Because <laughs> I doubt he were a gondom. Oh, so you're saying she was leaking. <laughs> mm. She was like Hansel and Gretling. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Bread bread comes. <laughs> um They also went into detail about how the mask breathing was done, which I found to be 
not very interesting. <laughs> yeah, it was like something like fucking. I think I I don't know if it was the sound designer or something. Um, recorded it in his basement, <laughs> and he put like a. Uh, he put a uh, like some kind of a. I, I think it was a coffee can or something. Um, a little microphone at the bottom of, of a coffee can and a paper towel tube. He was breathing through a paper towel oh, tube. Oh, okay, that's what I was going to say. Like when you breathe through a, a, you know, an old vacuum tube, a vacuum cleaner tube. And he had these ideas for the breathing to change when the killer was in a different mood. It was like he was method oh, breathing. Like, like, a, like right. a mood ring. <laughs> Yeah, and the director was like, okay, no. Um, you can quicken the pace, you know, you know faster, or um, he could not breathe at all, but uh, I don't think we can convey that very well if you're trying to do mood. <laughs> I remember my sister would always do like those long sighs when she was annoyed, like. <sighs> Well, I, I I can understand why growing up with you, yeah. That was exceptionally cunty. <laughs> I, I thought I, I thought I was being, you know, <laughs> kind. Oh, yeah, yeah. Apt. I mean, you weren't being you weren't being yeah. dishonest. No. No, I don't think so. It's, I don't. I don't lie. Okay. You only speak the truth. Mm-hmm. I feel like that bathtub would be uncomfortable. <laughs> it was. Um, that was another. That was another one of the few anecdotes that they said uh, that they gave during the commentary. That they said that she was in such an awkward position that she had a lot of bruising after. Oh, the poor thing. No, I meant. Just for the sake of a, a honeymoon, honeymoon suite is like I feel like it would be hard to fucking because oh, you'd Jesus sort of be knocking against. Well, I don't think you're supposed to fucking it. Well, who hasn't? I we've had this conversation during the Silent Night Deadly Night three commentary. Oh, yeah, um, right. I never had sex. <laughs> well, I had sex in a shower, and that was not. Uh, no, well, I yeah, didn't like it's, it. It's a bit. Like drowning and having sex. Mm. Well, I think. Well, again, I don't want to reveal too much, but I tend to do that. Um, I I had a sexual encounter. In a shower, but I also had. Well, I guess this counts as a sexual encounter too. But it was like, um, heavy making out paired with heavy petting. Mm -hmm. That was nice. And seat wetting. Mm hmm. Yes, everything was wet, baby cakes. Mm hmm. I when I was listening to his voice, I really think he's. He's putting it on. I, 
I don't think it's really that down here. Yeah, yeah. The way he talks. Nah, I mean, I've only seen a few episodes of Supernatural, and he does seem to have a, um, a happier pitch than, than in this movie. It's good to see you, sir. Yeah, no, it doesn't sound natural. Um, Kersmith has a high, bit of a high voice in this, I noticed. Well, especially when they are in, this, in, the, uh, in the police station and they There's start fighting. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> um, oh, yeah. Another very, very, they were very small anecdotes that really weren't all that interesting, but Another one that they said was they had to make sure that they filmed all of the scenes in the present, all of his scenes, because they had to shave off his beard, and then they did the oh, okay. yep, yep, yep. scenes in the past yeah. after the fact. Did they explain why the laundry is right at the front of the house? No, but they did say that when this was shown in theaters, everybody knew that the maid was going to end up in the dryer. Oh, <laughs> oh it was Irene. And they said something about they said something about the actress who played the maid. She was like, um, I don't know if I'm going to fit uh, because she got into her dryer at her oh house my God. <laughs> to test it out. And the director was like, no, um, we're going to make one especially for for you, so oh, fit. so she had Don't to go worry. in. I thought, I thought maybe they just put it. Yeah, she was in there. Well, they they cut out the back. Oh yeah, yeah. I once gave a ride to a hitchhiker who used to um, uh, <sighs> <laughs> who would buy uh, you know, old um, well, not even buy. Who'd uh, take uh, old uh, washing machines from the dump and um, take out the drums and make um fire pits out of them and sell them off mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. it wasn't so much a hitchhiker it was someone whose uh, uh, bike had broken down and I gave him a ride to his home like up the road so. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but he was still a stranger well he wasn't Xavier Samuel no 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 mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So what you're telling me is that you could have ended up in that cylinder. Yeah, I could have, yeah. You could have, yeah. Uh, it could have been your head <laughs> spilling out of that dryer. You cocksucker. Oh. <laughs> I love when people say that like it's an insult. Like, yeah, no, it's... it's Mm. And why does no one mention his his, uh, mental um, past? (laughs) That he spent the last seven years in an asylum. It's like, well... Um... Yeah, he's he's definitely really putting it on here. 
He's got, he's got um, the black lung. I think he kind of sounds. He kind of sounds like the cop in video violence. The who? <laughs> the cop in video violence. Oh god, yeah. <laughs> I didn't kill anybody, <laughs> Mr. Emery. I think I got the black lung. <coughs> mm. <laughs> Although, in saying, like... I was surprised. In attractive, in, as attractive as he is, I never uh, looked up his name. <laughs> so... <laughs> I think there were just Who? so many at the times that looked similar, like Chad Michael Murray or whatever. That and... Oh, yeah. You mean Jensen Ackles? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there were a lot of those, you know, WB mm. actors who were popular at that he's, time. Here he is watching And who were... <laughs> yes, he's watching Upwarned. I'm not even a fucking a fighter, clearly, but if somebody videotaped me without my consent, I would fuck shit <laughs> up. I would not be happy. See, I, t- I thought I told you once how I thought that happened, and I was like, oh, oh well. Axel, oh, and God, every time they kept saying <laughs> Axel, well, Axel is the name of the guy in in the original. I'm saying um, that I was surprised that they kept they didn't keep all of them, but um, they kept Axel and they kept Sarah and Harry Warden and Tom is a uh, TJ. But it T the T is Tom. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I think there was another remake we did that I said where I said they generally tend to change the names. Some yeah, sometimes and sometimes. Although Axel always reminds well, me we had a celebrity uh I think his last name was Whitehead. Axel Whitehead. But he was it became um, famous for flashing himself on live television. <laughs> Oh, yes, you told me about about him. He was a, a personality? Yes. Like an evening magazine type show? No, was he, he Ryan used to, he used to have like a, uh, it was like a video DJ. Uh, so he was a VJ? Yes. yes. But he also sung some songs that were very, like, um, easy listening. So it was... Air Supply? Yeah, yes. that's up to Actually, the song was called I Don't Do Surprises, which, which was ironic. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I bought the whole, you know, split personality thing. I thought it was kind of... Clunky. Yeah. It was a little too Fear Street, R.L. Stein. Yeah, yeah. I mean, 
I don't mind it, but it sort of just was an easy ending, I suppose. And I, I guess I, I, I think I would prefer that to someone explaining why they're killing people. <laughs> like it's like, okay, well, yes, if if, if yeah. those are the options, then. <laughs> well, as as far as go twists ahead, go, it's pretty weak. Yeah. Um, I I didn't like how they then you know when the twist came and then they showed all of the flashbacks. <laughs> I was like, okay, what? I th- I got it straight away. <laughs> you don't need to show him then <laughs> burying everyone and killing everyone. And well, I could have done without the. He's right behind you. Shoot him <laughs> about twenty seven thousand times. Moment. Shoot him. Shoot him. Shoot him. It's like okay. That that's enough. Thanks, <laughs> thanks, you guys. You like that? You like that mother from Snowtown. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't like how people say the same thing over and over again. Oh, no, you know? no wonder I get on your nerves. <laughs> you know, you know, you know. I'm so, you, yeah, know, you yeah, know what I'm trying yeah, to say? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You get it? Yeah. All right. Yeah. 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 Cool. Yeah. Right. Yeah. 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 <laughs> mm-hmm. Hmm. Um, what I thought was interesting too, another little tidbit, um, was in the commentary. They said that um. They enjoyed um, watching the other actors play off Jensen's character, um, knowing that he would turn out to be the killer in the end. Yeah. Um, but in the in the original, the ending was kept from the whole cast. Yeah, yeah. I have because wondered because the director the director didn't didn't want them to react. Yeah. Um, to him. Um, they wanted to, it to be more um, natural. Yeah. So, um, not have um, actors read a line a certain way because they know something from the future. Yes. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, now I have wondered mm-hmm. whether if if you're a screenwriter who's writing, say, a mystery, if you need to write it in such a way that the director knows early on information. Or if they, I think, and then find out at the end. I think, I think that there's, there might be a, if it depends. Um, If you're writing a script on spec, probably not. But um, if you're, if you're hired to write something, that you're probably going to have to do a, um, a what do you call it? A treatment. A treatment. Yeah. Okay. And a pitch. <laughs> you son of a pitch. See, being a screenwriter, it's just too much work. And plus, you gotta deal with the fucking rewrites. Yeah. See, that I couldn't deal with. If they, if like, you know, I had written a script, I was done, I was happy with it, and then I got a call, and they were like, um, you need to redo the entire third act. They were like, what? <laughs> what? What? 
I got paid. You do realize that. If you want to rewrite it, you rewrite it. I don't give a fuck. So I know you can do that. <laughs> um, did they explain, uh, like, were any of the mining extras actual miners, or is it not a working mine at all? No, it was not. Yeah. It was shut down uh, for something like 20 years or so. Because mm -hmm. of asbestos. <laughs> That's yes, often the case with those. No, <laughs> the methane. Um, no, asbestos is paint. Yep. Um, I was it was reading um, in the Wikipedia for the for the original filming in the mine. Ooh. Sorry. <laughs> that was another real mine that had been shut down, and. It was incredibly difficult because of the methane, and there, the, the um, there was like only one elevator, I guess, and it was like something like it was really far deep down. It was like seventy-five thousand feet or something like that. Yeah. So, and there was only there was limited space in the elevator or whatever it was, the fucking. It's not an elevator. What is it called? Uh, it's called something. Yeah, the mine shaft. <laughs> yes, yeah, called. Yeah, yeah. It's, <laughs> called, it's called that. Yeah, so they can only fit so many people on there. So it would take an hour each. Yeah. Time they had to bring somebody down, and they had to be very specific about the lighting because. Um, it could have been hazardous. Yeah, yeah. So it was very, very, very technical. You, you think that it would usually just be not the to kind of technical. <laughs> a mine. <laughs> well, they were going for authenticity, but see, that's why they wanted, and that's why they chose to film it where they filmed it. In that's why they chose to film the original where they filmed it in Canada, and they because of the mine, and that's why they filmed this one in Pittsburgh because of the mine and because the Jack, the director liked the way it looked outside. He thought it looked creepy and foreboding yeah. and, went, and would transfer well to film. But what I thought was funny with the original um, was whoever owned it, I don't know, had it cleaned and a little too thoroughly before they started <laughs> filming. So the director said it was like all brightly colored and it didn't look like Disneyland. Yeah. So they had to get like the art department to filth it up a bit to make it look like a real a mine, mine shaft yeah. again. Yeah. Yeah. It's crazy. He attacked me. He sounds more and more like the sheriff in video violence when he talks. He attacked me. Miss Rummery. <laughs> I just want him to say so much for Mr. Reliability. <laughs> I stole the line. I apologize. <laughs> yeah, you fuck face. That was going to be my thing. And I, and I was going to... 
And I had a pre prepared monologue too that I was going to be like, I was going to be like, this is Brandon Ford, aka Mr. Reliability. And after two and a half years of doing this podcast, I finally gave myself a nickname, and you just <laughs> you pulled the rug out from under me in because you introduced yourself. <laughs> I know. I forgot. Yes. I I was I was a little I was a little rattled. Because I'm, I always have like ten thousand things on my mind. Yeah. When I'm trying to get this. So you're Mr. Unreliability. So. <laughs> yes. Well. Okay. Well. Again. <laughs> Kirk cannot grow a beard to save his life. It looks like someone glued pubic hair onto his face. That's like um, Keanu Reeves. He can't grow ah, a beard yeah, either. Yeah. It's terrible. I remember the first time I, cause I remember the first time I saw a picture of him with a beard. He was just like walking around, like in LA or whatever. And TMZ was making fun of him, and I was like, "Why don't they just leave him alone?" He was. It looked, cause to me, it looked like he was trimming it, but he trimmed it sloppily. Ah, uh, yep, yep. Well, his, but because it was kind of patchy, because it was patchy. Yeah. Um, but no, that's apparently just the way it grows. Mm. I mean, if you're a grown man and you can't grow a beer, then you have some sort of testosterone problems. No, well, I know some I people know. who uh, <sighs> struggle with growing a beard. My beard, well, my beard doesn't shame. really come out too great. It's okay, but not That's a shame. It's a shame. Testosterone. It's a dirty shame. Um, you, need, you need to grow a beard if you're a man, baby. Mine grows from the chest up. I thought it grew from the back down. <laughs> yeah, I do like a back comb over for my face. <laughs> mm hmm, mm hmm, mm hmm, mm hmm. I'm still so upset that I can't be Mr. Reliability. I feel like Christmas has just been stolen from me. Mm. Well, typical Valentine's Day, I came too quick. Mm-hmm. You did last year, yeah. too. You waxed it. Oh, damn it. Mm-hmm. And you! So why was the dead, you know, the, the killer not, you know, publicly shown to have died. <laughs> why why bury him um, in secret? I don't know. Because wouldn't, but wouldn't this... like, the, the township uh, appreciate knowing that the guy who you would killed think, 22 people was dead? But the same the same thing happened in, in the original. Yep, yep. Because uh, he had died five years prior. And nobody knew, because when they called the ha the institution where he was supposed to have been committed, they were like, okay, we don't have anybody by that name here. Yeah. Nobody lives here by that name. <laughs> you would think that they would know he was dead. Mm. 
Or maybe they just couldn't really. But I think they can release records after somebody dies. Or, you know, if they, they can say yeah. that somebody dies. Yeah. Well, because that would be a official record, you know, a death notice. Yes, yes. Like, like divorce papers. Mm. I heard in um, the divorce papers for Renee Zellweger and um, Kenny Chesney, it's written in there that she divorced him because he's gay. Oh, okay. I guess he didn't tell... I don't know the whole story because they haven't gone public. Um, But I guess he married her with the intention of her being his beard yeah, yeah. but didn't tell her <laughs> yeah so uh, and then when they finally got married she was like why maybe she was preparing for her role as Judy Garland okay no that was Liza with a Z um and um, that was so many years before. <laughs> but I, I, I quite like the visual of, of Kenny Chesney in compromising positions. Mm-hmm. I bet he has crazy orgies oh with all God. the country singers. <laughs> like all the hot country singers like fucking Jason Aldean and, and Sam Hunt. I would prefer he keep the hat on, baby. Oh, yes. Or is it some assless chaps? Mm, wouldn't mind holding him up by his spurs. Although He's short, too. Ass, you don't need to say assless chaps. You just say chaps. That's true. That's true. <laughs> and he's short, so that's a plus. Yeah, so he can easily fit in the sling. Well, I was going to say that he could, you know, he would be a good match for me. Yeah, but everyone's the same height in bed. No, but we've gone over this. <laughs> it's awkward, like, having a stand-up making make-out session with somebody who's, like, fucking a foot taller than you. It's like a uh, hamster's guzzling on the water pipe. Oh. We have to, like, really reach Did up. Did you ever watch a hamster pee? No. <laughs> It's the cutest fucking thing, no. because what they because they don't they don't want to mess up their their you know their little habitat. So what they do is they press their asses all the way up against the glass. <laughs> they like push oh up as far as they can. It's so adorable. And then the the pee trickles down the glass, and then they get the little wood chips and they cover it up. <laughs> Lord. <laughs> That's not like a I had a hamster for a long time. To, like smear their walls with poo just to be annoying. Yeah, I had a hamster for a long time, and he's I used to do, he used to do that. Okay. Um, and he used to eat every fucking thing. Yeah. I remember I got him a, a hamster wheel that was plastic, and he <laughs> ate the whole thing. The only thing that was left was the centerpiece that spun because it had a screw in it. Yeah. 
but he ate the fucking the whole wheel. That sounds like the track it, it was like on. Here. <laughs> and they used to sell these um these cardboard like uh uh pyramid things for them to play with. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Eaten. He used to eat those. Yep. Everything was eaten. Um, <laughs> were you feeding him enough? <laughs> You were supposed to feed him. <laughs> um, we uh, we have more guinea pigs in Australia, I'd say, than hamsters. They're they're a bit bigger. Um, not if you starve them. Oh, I'm just joking, of course. What a creepy place to make out in. Um, I'm sure you've made out in some weird places. I feel like I'm I would sure rather... you've done a lot more. What? I would rather make out in the open than in an abandoned house. Yeah, because in an abandoned house, you can step on a rusty nail. Oh, well, that's the least a... of my worries. <laughs> wow. You don't want to like be like in the throes of passion and be rolling around on the floor, and then somebody throws you on top of a rusty nail. You don't want that. Um. Yeah. What? You'd rather what? a rusty trombone. Oh my god! I was a stewardess. Are you done? <laughs> I was told what an Alaskan pipeline was the other day. I reckon that's what it's called. Which sounds like Isn't far like more trouble the... than what it's worth. I don't know what that is. What were you thinking it was? I was. I thought it was going to be like the same thing as like a fucking cream pie because... No, Alaskan. it's uh, shitting into a condom and then freezing it and then... What the fuck is the point of that? With a ladder. <laughs> Oh, no, no. Okay, first of all, do these people not have vegetables? <laughs> no. Well, I guess you're making space for yourself. No, uh. no. Nope, nope. Some of these things, I... Well, John Waters was saying during A Dirty Shame, he looked up every fucking sexual fetish that he could find, and he's quite certain that there were some that nobody has ever yeah, done. Yeah, they just... He doesn't some, believe anybody yeah. has ever felched before. Oh. I don't um, know about that. No, well, I've seen plenty of... I mean... <laughs> what? <laughs> Go on. Finish your thought. You've seen, you've seen plenty of... Uh... No, I, I, porn. I, no, I, th I think I'll I'll keep this one to myself. No, no, we need to know about your fetish videos. Tell us. <laughs> well, call her. You're on line one. No, it wasn't. It wasn't a video. Oh my god! <laughs> it gets worse. It always gets worse. <laughs> oh, why?
Why does it always get worse? Before it can get better. Why must you push the boundaries? Why? Your bathhouses and your fucking <laughs> public parks. I watched. Um, there was a. This was this was a video, um, but it was creepy mm-hmm. um, because um, it was outside. It was a fr- it was a French. Um, it was outside, but in an alleyway. What was going? No, okay. it was like in a. Um, a park but what was going on was inside like a like a boarded in like uh it was it was like it was kind of like a bigger um bus shelter slash like newsstand type thing so it was like a big it was like a big wooden structure that had one wall but it was open on the inside. So the the two guys were in there and the camera kept pulling back. So you could see like the grass and stuff because like they wanted you to know that it was taking place outside because that was supposed to be the part of the fetish appeal. But what I did not like about it was apparently they were a little too close to a children's playground because you could literally hear kids... Laughing and screaming and yeah. and like running around and they sounded maybe like twenty feet. Yeah, you could hear footsteps. And yes, yeah, I didn't like it. I was like, okay, I can't jerk off to this. No, no, I don't care how cute the f- French guys are. <laughs> it's like uh, having sex with a dog on the bed with you. It's like no, get up. <laughs> Yeah, but you've done that. No, they get off. That's not what you told me. You told me Matt had another dog who used to watch. Oh, yeah, no. They're not on the bed. Letter. (laughs) Yeah, he used to put his paws up Um, on the the edge. Yes. I. Although I did have one experience with the gentleman where the cat cat stayed on the bed and looked annoyed at us when we finished. Ignored you? When no, you it looked annoyed. Like, uh... I was trying to sleep. Jesus Christ! Don't give me pats now. <laughs> I know where your fingers are. <laughs> yes. In my experience, cats make themselves scarce when they know um, something is going to happen where they are they shouldn't be in the room um like for example i remember um my ex had gotten two little kittens and we had planned a binge drinking night okay (laughs) way back when i used to drink i something happened i don't remember what it was but i was like i'm really not happy with my life right now so I think we just need to get really Shots. fucked up. Yeah. But I am really scared that I'm going to accidentally like sit down on the couch and kill one of the kittens. Yeah. 
So could you do me a favor, please, and take the litter box and a bowl and just lock them in the bathroom? And he refused. And I was, I spent a good 10 minutes trying to convince him. I was like, what if I trip over them? I don't want to hurt the kittens. I'm not going to be in control of my faculties. Could you please put them in the bathroom? No, they'll be fine. Don't be worried about it. Yeah. And guess what? They were. Yeah. They, I didn't see them the whole the whole night. They went somewhere. Yeah, they're but they far were, more aware of you than you are of them. <laughs> I'd actually find that uh, they'd find your drunkenness annoying and would leave. Yeah. Well, anyone's well, apparently drunkenness. They did. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, I find drunkenness to be... No there was another time... They used to make me nervous, too, because they used to chase each other. Then they were playing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I was... I I never I never had cats before, so I was always nervous that they were going to get hurt. So they were... We were lying on the couch watching a movie, and they were, like, galloping all around, and I was like, come here, come here, come here. Stop it. So I got them both up, and I scooped them both up, and I... And I I was lying down on my back, so I just I put them on my chest, and I was just like patting them. And the next thing I knew, I looked down, and they were full on making out. Okay. Like ah, like the tongues were out and everything. And I was looking at my ex. I was like, "Do you do you do you see what's happening right now?" And he was like, "Mm-hmm." Make love, not war. And I was like, "And you have no response whatsoever." And he was like, "No." Apparently, this is something cats do, and they were they were both boys, okay. by the way. That's surprising that he had two boys. Like, uh, I think two girls can get along okay, but well, he had his his roommate had a cat, and she she was older. She was real big and fat. Yeah, and she used to like take care of them. Like, their she was their mother. She would clean them and stuff. No. It was really cute. How okay, they are not so watching. Jeez. <laughs> okay, we need to watch. We need to focus on this movie here. Every time I see what's her face, <laughs> Jamie King, she reminds me of uh, a girl that I used to know. So I, I, I just see uh, Kylie. It's the name of the girl. So what you're saying is she reminds you of someone that you used to know. Yeah. Mhm. Mm mhm. Mm mhm. Mm Somebody. That's what you're trying to say. All right, settle. <laughs> Ooh, the car alarms are going off. Well, that scared him off. He must be a cat. That car alarm sounds so early nineties. It's the it's the shop alarm. It's the car. Oh, well, it sounds exactly like a yes. car alarm. Well, that's that's all they could afford. Hmm. And Kerr's arrival here does remind me of Skit Ulrich in um, Scream. <laughs> oh, God. Another Scream reference. Oh, no. They're unavoidable. Yeah, apparently, when we do commentaries... <sighs> I'm flushing my Scream references like a Sharon Stone or something. Again. <laughs> Mm-hmm. It's a cute little town. <laughs> American towns, uh, I find quite interesting because they're not like ours at all. 
Well, there's a lot of these little towns in fucking Pennsylvania. There are so many little towns that I never heard of. Yeah. Um, and then I hear them. I'm like, what? That's in Pennsylvania. Where? Because they're so little. And they're all over the place. Yeah. And then you got the um, Amish. Yes. I had it when they say, stay back, don't you, don't come here. And then that's right, I go, what is it? I want to look. <laughs> mm. I've never met an Amish person because they don't come to Philly because they know better. <laughs> oh, God. I've, uh, I've had dinner with the Amish as part of a... I know, you really? told me. As part of your uh, your tour. Right. The, yeah, my farewell tour of, of America. Yeah. Yeah. It was just like the share farewell tour. Yeah. <laughs> it was my Mr. Reliability tour of America. Mm. You had to keep rubbing that shit <laughs> in my face, don't you? I thought we weren't going to talk about felching. You better <laughs> hush. Kiss your Croatian mother with that mouth. Why did he leave the blonde? I know you kiss Matthew with it. Because <laughs> he's totally fine with that. Did they ever go into why they swapped partners? Like why Kerr didn't Kerr Smith didn't Kerr Smith leave? Well, or, or wait, is it because yeah? Uh, Jensen left and then she needed dick um yes I got confused um yes uh, Jensen got institutionalized um so she settled for Kerr Smith and his haphazard beard yes. She suggested that kid. Oh, okay. To be her nephew, because uh, he's really her nephew. Oh, that's sweet. And the director looked at him and he was like, "Huh, well, he looks a lot like you, so let's use him." Wait, whose nephew is it? Jamie King. <laughs> I thought it was like the maid <laughs> suggested him. <laughs> He's inside the house. Mr. Amory. Now I really want to see something else that he's been in. To see if he's putting on that voice. No, this is the sheriff. This is the old guy. Oh. Oh, well then that makes perfect sense. Okay. Well, see, well, it sounded like he was emulating the sheriff. Maybe he spent a little too much time on set with him. Taking tips. Oh yeah! Oh yeah! <laughs> just the I'm tip. sure he, well, he was taking more than just the tip. Okay, that makes sense. That's all you need. I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what. What? You're being weird. Oh my God. 
What the fuck is that? The cartoon. What kind of cartoon is that? It's probably going to be out by the time this was posted, but did you know that um, there's going to be a sequel to um, the fucking, um, I always want to say The Manipulator. I don't know why, but I always get confused. The Collector? Um, No. The fucking, um, what is it called? It sounds like manipulator, but it's not manipulator. Um, machinist? No. Does the machinist sound like the manipulator? The marsupial? What, yeah, what's it about? Marsupial. Who's in it? Who's in the original? It's a fucking stupid slasher movie from the mid 80s oh. that nobody cares about because it sucks. Manipulator? I've never. Well. <laughs> it's not the manipulator. The municipal? It's the fucking... No. And I don't know the name because I don't like it because it's stupid. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I could see the cover in my head right now. Uh, What's the storyline of it? It's about a fucking bunch of kids who go on a fucking vacation and get killed. It's a stupid body count slasher movie. Yeah. There's yeah. really no story. How hot do um, washing machines get? The masturbator, what? Huh? How hot? Yeah. Um, like to tear off flesh. Or I guess if she's being rubbed around. No, yeah. I don't think I don't think they could. <sighs> you know, you know, you know what it's called. The man, man, man. Um. No, but I'm I'm happy to. Uh, trust what you're saying <laughs> and, oh, and God. I'm sure it'll be good when it comes <laughs> you made a stupid joke out of it too oh god maniac no I don't know um, you're like what What does a serial killer say when he leaves the room and then you said the name of the movie <laughs> uh, manipulator <laughs> I yes like that, yeah. yes yes <laughs> And why did he stop taking his pills? Because his girlfriend was... Why did anyone stop taking (laughs) their pills? It's what triggers the whole movie. With that nice Tom Hanniger. Yeah, Jesus. Oh, I haven't seen those bloody bottles. That someone had left. Uh, <laughs> this is so stupid. Uh, like those champagne bottles that are filled with jelly beans. Ugh. Oh. <laughs> His daddy's old place. Jesus, was he a sugar boy? Mm-hmm. 
I mean, I guess <laughs> when you're looking at it as a multiple personality, it is almost um, pathetic how he's trying to solve his own mystery. <laughs> like, he legitimately thinks Axel is a, a bad guy. Mm. Why is it in movies all cell phones have the same ringtone? <laughs> uh, maybe because uh, the other ones are owned by the operators, and that's you can only get generic and not have to pay for it. I have the old timey ring. Oh, yes. Like an old, you know, rotary phone on mine. Mine is dog, a dog barking. Wouldn't that confuse things? No. Because Mitchell doesn't bark like that. I used to, when I had a, um, when I had an, a <clears throat> when I had an Android, I used to have the, um, the Seinfeld theme. <laughs> okay. My first Nokia was the um, uh, Nokia, the little green Jesus bag. Jesus Christ! You know from um, oh god, Pulp Fiction. The one that they dance to in the diner. That song. No, the beginning song. Okay. All right, that's enough. But because it was polyphonic, you know the the you know. The button noises. Yes, yes, yes. I remember when I had my um, when I had the the Android. I had a I had a Samsung Galaxy, and it was so easy to change your ringtone. And then when I got the iPhone, I was like, I gotta do what? <laughs> I said, what? What in the butt? Um, uh, the one good thing about the Nokia. As I'm going to continue calling it, <laughs> I don't know how you Nokia, it. Nokia. Nokia. Um, but you're you're saying it. You're saying it a lot worse than most Americans do, and most Americans call it a Nokia. Oh my and a Nokia sounds like a cashier down at the Safeway. <laughs> um, but yes, it's a Nokia. Um, it sounds like a an Italian fairy tale now. Um, I. Nokia, Pinocchio. Um, not that I had a stalker, mm -hmm. but like I had a, a female bus driver who became a bit annoyingly um, keep calling me. Who wanted that Croatian dick? What? Yeah, <sighs> she wasn't annoyed. She was hideous. Um, Letitia. Oh my god, you're so mean. Um, oh no, I'm, I'm talking about her personality. Um, and her and her her general appearance, but um. Uh, the one good thing is that the phone would lose battery <laughs> quite easily, so it was only good for texting. So whenever she'd call, it would like die off. Did she know that you were one of those filthy homosexuals? Yeah, yeah, she knew my ex. She worked with him. So why the fuck did she keep calling you? Well, because she was that type of person. Um, she thought she could convert you? No. Well, I don't know. She's a strange ranger. Um, she ended up uh, getting with a married man um, who was, like, higher up in the company. And then the last time I saw her, it 
it was at one of the office shindigs. And she was dressed like in a, a ball gown and had a um, tiara. <laughs> mm. I didn't say hello. I just... Oh my god, you snubbed her. Well, she didn't. It, I don't think we crossed paths. I saw her, but like I kept my distance. She got all dressed up just for you. <laughs> yeah. She looked like she was hiding toilet paper rolls underneath her. I don't like this music. It's too scream esque. Okay. The horns. Is it Marco Beltrami? Probably. All of his scores sound exactly the fucking same. <laughs> Actually, I think he used to do the music for the practice, but I could be quite wrong. Which was a, you know, a legal drama. Yes, I know what the practice is, Cameron Mannheim. Thank you, <laughs> Toby. Okay, Toby, fuck off. <laughs> I was about to say that to you. <laughs> I don't know whether you know what the game is about. Um, it's his drag voice. You think it's his drag voice? Yeah. 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 You know who else I always thought was putting on a voice? Um, Shia LaBeouf. Oh, okay. I never understood his appeal. <laughs> Well, his father was famous for something, and that's how... Really? He got... Yeah. He made that whole movie about it, about his childhood. His father was like a stuntman or something. Okay. I don't know, but it was all it was all about, um, you know, having the right contacts, networking with the right people. Yeah. And... Yeah, well. Which if you know the right people, you can have your career yeah. handed right to you. Which is, I, I don't care about no. that, but it's more, like, I remember sort of, and I, the same with Lindsay Lohan, how, like, when she started, you know, acting up and taking drugs and partying a lot, there was a lot of articles saying how, like, she's sort of wasting her talent, and I'm thinking, what talent? It's... She was fine in movies, but I wouldn't say, like, I saw Oscars in her future. She was no Winona Ryder. Winona Ryder actually felt bad for her because I thought she was genuinely talented. Mm. And then when she started to go off, I was like, oh. When when she did that face when she was found guilty, (laughs) that was the end of it for me. I'm pretty sure we talked about yes. that in the last commentary. <clears throat> what do you mean I have to pay $5,000 and do like, what? 10 hours of community service? And then she did that Adam Sandler kiss of death. So <laughs> I think that was the end of it for a while. What Adam Sandler kiss of death? Wasn't Any she kiss from Adam Sandler would be a kiss I of death. Don't you know that? I an Adam Sandler movie like 
Mr. Smith. Or, so, I, I forget the name. I, I'm not a huge Sandler fan. She was funny when she did that episode of uh, Friends. Yeah. That was funny. When she was Rachel's lesbian kiss in college. <laughs> and she denied it. Maybe I passed out and you did stuff to me while I was asleep. Oh my god. <laughs> now that would not... Mm, that would not fly at all. <laughs> that would not fly on network TV. <laughs> that would not get a chuckle. I still can't remember movies. the name of that movie. Mr. Brooks? Oh no, that wasn't it. That, uh, that was... Dances with the Wolves guy, I reckon. Yes, Kevin Costner. Yes, <laughs> and William Hurt. Vale. Oh, maybe I'm thinking of the wrong guy. No, this was not a mainstream movie. What are you, What movie are you talking about? The movie that sounds like Manipulator. Oh, okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Are you sure it starts with an M? Yes. Okay. What is what? What do you call like someone who, who, who like murders a bunch of people, and 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 and, and does it brutally, and it starts with the letter M? What, what do you call that? A multiple maniac. No, Murderer. no, mm -mm. no, mm -mm. Uh, a machete wielding. <laughs> no, watch it not even end with eight or, or later or something. <laughs> I'm sure whoever's listening to this is <laughs> babbling to realize. Oh, that's what the movie was. Yeah, I know. It's, it's really sad. We'll watch. Did we watch it with um, James? No. No, I wouldn't. I didn't do. I didn't do it on. No, the show. no. When I made the dumb joke. <laughs> no. No, I think so. Um, but um, we talk about it. I don't know if it's been posted yet. Well, it's pro it's been posted by the time this one is. But we talk about it. Me and uh, Jed talk about it. Um, because the mo the movie is centered around a holiday that nobody knows anything about. Oh, okay. Like Arbor um, Day or something. <laughs> well, it was centered around Fall Break, which was the original title. Ah. Um, and fall break is a regional thing um, in North America where it's like in the southern states certain colleges have a short break toward the end of September early October um, and that's what the movie yeah the kids in the movie were doing they're going on a fall break and then they get massacred so how many, how are your years broken up? Do you have two two semesters and two terms in each? 
Um, you mean like um, for what college or oh. we, we in school in high school and we never really called them semesters. Yeah. Um, but in in college, yeah, uh, a semester is usually. Oh God, <laughs> he's right there. He's right there. Um, in college, a uh, semester is usually the beginning of September to like the second week in December. Okay. And then like the first week of January until probably the second week of May. And then, is that all? And then if you go to, well, there's some, if, you can take a summer semester if you want to. Okay. No. And that would be like from June to August. Okay. No, our, our year is broken up quite differently. Uh, so even uni is, um, let's say university starts uh, the very first week of February and goes for nine weeks and then you get two weeks off and then another nine weeks and then let's say four weeks off then another nine weeks two weeks on another nine weeks and then a big holiday of the Christmas uh, New Year break see if only this movie had been a little bit shorter we'd be able to focus on it <laughs> a bit more or this um, dissolving over the camera Got an hour and forty-one fucking minutes for a slasher movie. Oh, it's got an, oh, yeah, I actually felt that the ending past this point it could have been wrapped up a lot quicker, but it kept going and going. <sighs> Did they ever expect to do a sequel? Yes. Um, oh God, I'm glad you said that because I was gonna. I meant to bring that up. Um, Todd Farmer um, went to the execs at um Lionsgate. Lionsgate with a with the treatment and they passed because which really doesn't really doesn't make any sense to me um this movie had like a fucking what was it like a 10 million dollar budget and it made 115 million dollars yeah. worldwide I thought that it was a successful movie oh it was quite but they passed because it got mixed to negative reviews. Okay. But do you know how many negatively reviewed movies have gotten sequels yeah. because they made so much fucking money, like the Fast and the Furious movies and shit? Um, and the Saw movies? Yeah. I think if... I, I doubt it would have made... As the much, same yeah. amount, but I think it probably would have made somewhere in the neighborhood of forty to fifty million. Yeah, yeah. I, don't, I think I don't that think would be a safe assumption. No, but I, I think that they just didn't see um, see it as as uh, earning enough profit. Yep. They didn't want to invest. I mean, they even could have. Um, 
done it straight to video. Yeah, that's what I uh, thought. And it, uh, and given it like half the budget, and it would have done. It probably would have, probably would have brought in thirty million. Yeah, I would guess. I mean, if they could have those wrong turn. Well, yeah, that was the only one that was straight to video, though. Yeah. But all those wrong turn sequels. Yes. And the first one wasn't even... I mean, I actually don't mind the first one, but in saying that, it wasn't a spectacular movie. No, it was... It was exactly like fucking... um, Eagles Have Eyes. Just before, well, it was just before dawn. The hills have eyes. It was a menagerie of all of those inbred yeah, fucking people living in the. Yeah, and like it's, it had it's that weird sequence of them times. going from tree to tree. Like, <laughs> yeah, that was goofy. Then mm. when they were making all the weird faces. I remember one making... I haven't seen it in forever, but I just remember one going... <laughs> like right before the tree, the branch breaks and he falls. Goofy-ass movie. Um, yeah, there's another one called The Forest. That's that's a lot like it. Yeah. The Prey. Similar. A lot of those movies came out in the 70s and early 80s. Oh, yeah. I remember hearing about The Prey. Yeah, from me. Yes. It's not that good. You know, they... Because uh, Laurie, uh, Laurie Leithen is in it. Wow. They've done a, a remake, and uh, it's a song. Uh, but generally, I don't care about remade songs. It, I'm, I'm happy that they've found a new lease of life. But do you remember the song um, by Bick Lundgren called... Sway, I think. Uh, the Anita Kelsey one song? No, it was used in American Pie, I reckon. Sway in my way, don't come and go. Anyway. No. It's been remade and I hate it. Like, it, I just find, <laughs> I find it so soulless. <laughs> and not that I was ever a big fan of the original, but... I thought you were talking about the one that Jennifer Connelly lip synced to in um, no, Dark Skies. No, no, um, uh, I reckon it's called Sway but, or Stay. That's how much I <laughs> didn't really take notice of the song. <laughs> I still can't remember the name of that fucking movie. <laughs> this is gonna bother me. And I don't want to look it up like, because I'm afraid that I'm gonna fuck something up. It's not like um, Emancipator or something. <laughs> no. Where it starts with an EM, so it sounds like an M. No. This is like one of the stupidest things for me ever. Because <laughs> I know that people listening to this are going to be like, what the fuck is wrong with this guy? He's like supposed to be 
Do you smell burnt toast? He's supposed to. He's supposed to know all about these movies, and he can't think of this fucking movie that is like every slasher movie knows about. Every slasher movie fan, whatever. Fucking. Masculator. No, that's. I couldn't even tell you who was in it. Mm -mm. Because it's. It was a very much a DIY movie. <sighs> and now we're done. Okay, you can Google it. <laughs> Google it right now. Google Fall Break Horror Movie. Fall Break Horror Movie. Alright, let me go on to Edge. Yes. Yes, we need, a, we need a good Edge. Fall Break yes, Horror edge. Movie. Do you remember around what year? Like 86. The Mutilator. Ah! <laughs> it was 1984. Oh my god, I'm so stupid. <laughs> now you can sleep. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Yeah, and you're like, what does a serial killer say when he leaves the room? <laughs> Mutilator! And I was like, shut up. That doesn't even make sense. Well, because it sounds like see you later. No, it doesn't at all. <laughs> it just has the later in it. Escalator. Mm-hmm. I knew that's exactly where the joke came from the minute you said it. Because there were so many plays with the word Jack in it that we got confused. <laughs> Someone called John homosexual called you. <laughs> Wasn't it Tom or Ted? Yeah, okay. <laughs> Ted homosexual. The scariest part of this movie is how long this tunnel is. Oh my god, I love a long tunnel. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know what that means. <laughs> like Jerry Black's uh, father. Yeah. I'm throw you the keys. I love that when, <laughs> when, the, when the brother wants to borrow the car. And you just see him um, frozen, and the cars, go, the keys go flying, and he catches them. Thanks, Dad. <laughs> that poor guy, he was so uncomfortable doing that part. I think, I'm pretty sure that's what happened, and that's why they had to write him out after the first season, because he couldn't do it. What couldn't he do? I guess the setups. Um, were a little too strenuous on him because he had to stay in that exact make that exact face and hold it and yeah, yeah. lie in the same position and and I remember at the end of the episode when he died um, he's he was dancing with Jerry at a, at a prom or something and his suit was on backwards oh god <laughs> very Celine Dion how is that Celine Dion? Oh, God. 
can be so unhomosexual sometimes. Um, yeah, I try. Nokia. Nokia. You sound like you're gonna like oh, fuck somebody else. <laughs> or talk <laughs> about you're talking about a. What do what do what do what do the Australians say? What what are what are the fighting words? Uh, like you're at a, a, a bar or something. Gonna charge your Nokia my Hyundai. <laughs> I don't know <laughs> what are any what are fighting okay, words. But whatever that was, it was so <laughs> racist. <laughs> no, because we pronounce the car differently than the Americans pronounce the pronounce the car. What do you call hi? What do you call a Subaru? Subaru. No, Hyundai is, but apparently it's just Hyundai. But no. <laughs> yeah. Um. Oh, the Commonwealth of Pennsylvania and the Pennsylvania Film Office. Commonwealth of Pennsylvania. Why is that referred to as a Commonwealth? I don't fucking oh, know. Okay. I only so live here. Don't ask like, me questions. Like pencil. I don't know. <laughs> I didn't name the state. Does Dracula live there? No, he lives in Transylvania. No. That's so offensive, Brandon. Which is Romania. Um Yeah, we're not even not even close. We we don't even share a border. See that <laughs> Going back to our fetish conversation, that mask is mm-hmm. a kink. That was Russian. That wasn't oh, okay. even an American miner's mask. That was that was a Russian a miner. Yeah, I thought I saw I, it in Chernobyl. Um, mm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Apparently, because uh, uh, the uh, gas masks from the World War One were similar enough. Um, Mm-hmm, in look mm-hmm, mm-hmm. that apparently mm-hmm. that's why Hitler had that weird moustache because um, originally it was a proper one but a proper one wouldn't fit behind no, it the wasn't. gas mask <laughs> no it wasn't no it wasn't maybe I don't know Hitler totally stole the moustache from Charlie Chaplin no but oh well but he used to have a longer one but you couldn't have a long one and wear a gas mask. Right, look here, time. Stretch. Oh my god. He took the mustache from Charlie Chaplin, okay? Okay. That's where he got it. <laughs> Isn't there that internet saying where if you start talking about Nazis then you've finished the argument? <laughs> I don't know what that means. Well, did you enjoy the movie? And, and Not all, really. And all that <laughs> full labia lip. <laughs> no, definitely not. I did not enjoy the sound of those <laughs> lips clapping as she was running away. I did not. And I did not appreciate the seepage. <laughs> Godwin's Law, that's what I was talking about. <laughs> mm, mm. 
Mm-hmm. It asserts mm-hmm. that as an argument, go, an online discussion grows longer, it will eventually start making references to Nazism. Mm. Mm-hmm. Now, I don't reference Nazis, okay? <laughs> I don't do that. No. Speaking of which, did you see that movie Green Room? I wanted to, and I reckon it's available somewhere, but no, I haven't seen it. That's Patrick Stewart? Yeah. He's like king of the fucking Nazis in that one. You've yet to see Romper Stomper, have you? I hadn't planned on that. Not even after Cherry Falls. It's not going to be like Cherry Falls... (laughs) Man, mm. I am even a little skeptical about that other movie that uh, Greg McClain did about the fucking the the nature one about the animals. Rogue. No, that's okay. the one with the crocodile or yeah. the alligator. I said the nature one with the animals. Yeah, but which one? Not a swamp. Okay. You know. You know, <laughs> this is going to happen again. The Belko experiment? <laughs> no, no. The one where the couple is in like the woods and they like fucking start like throwing cans and, and shit. That's not or something. Greg McLean. Who is it? God. Uh, it's not Jamie Blank either, but it's not Greg McLean. It's you're, you're talking about Long Weekend, maybe with Claudia Carvin and Jesus, Jesus, uh, Caviezel. What? Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 And it's not Greg McLean. Are you sure? Because I think it is. Uh, I'm look. I'm looking it up now, but I'm quite. Certain. I think. I think it is. I think it is. Because uh, we had this discussion about, we had this discuss discussion. Yeah. Yeah. Directed yeah. By Johnny Blanks. Oh. And he's not. He's okay. not <laughs> No, he's not. At least I don't think so. Yeah, because I re- I remember um, when I found it. Um, because I remember asking you about it before, and I was like, I could have sworn this had a different title. Yeah, I, I told you, it is but, kind of. It's got a creepy element to it, but it's not. It's. I didn't. Are there it, like crazy but, ostriches? Because no, it's got a dudong, which is like a seal type of creature oh, that keeps screaming through. Oh no! You and your fucking seals. <laughs> A kiss from a rose. You have a fetish. Well, have I've seen like, him in bike like, shorts. Jeez. No, but I've seen him in a speedo. <laughs> That's how he got Heidi Klum. Yeah, but he was such a fucking dick. <laughs> was he? I think that's what she was. Well, in the to. videos I've seen of him, like he did not know how to talk to a woman. Okay. He was very like get in the car. He was like Brad Pitt in Cutting Class. Okay. Remember that? 
Well, you're never going to survive until you get a little crazy. Well, I guess, but she left his ass. <laughs> mm. I remember when... Oh, I'm not even, it's not even going to fuck. It's not even worth reminiscing <laughs> about. It's just a stupid, stupid anecdote. And we should probably wrap things up anyway. <laughs> okay. Um, so... Unless you have anything you'd like to add regarding whatever this movie was. Um, what did we just watch? Uh, my... Oh, my bloody Valentine. <laughs> my favorite Martians. <laughs> well, um, all you lovers out there, have a wonderful uh, day. Well, Valentine's Day is over, so... Um, I'm keeping the love hope- going. I hope everyone is cleaning out their vaginas. Yes, get some penicillin um, into you. Clean out your orifices, and don't forget to take a, the twenty. What is it? The twenty twenty-four hour pill, the Plan B pill. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. While, while it's still legal. Of them. Yeah. yeah, and you know, if you can't get to one, all you have to do is take four birth control pills, and it works the exact same way. Or uh, shake up a Coke can and open up. Or just throw yourself down the stairs. <laughs> you pushed me down the stairs. Uh, mm-hmm. 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 Okay. All right. Well, I'm off Lovers. to go sit on the microwave. Oh. Oh. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I want to say thank you to Tony for joining me for this special Valentine's Day episode of the Blind Rage Podcast. Thank you to everybody for listening. And until next time, this is Brandon Ford wishing you all unpleasant dreams.